This is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're going to discuss the conflict and instability in the Central African Republic, and we're going to see how it continues to drive down the displacement and the food insecurity among its population. Oh, wait a second. Let me check my notes. Oh, I'm sorry, Alan, that's next week. Alan, we're talking about toys. <laughs> next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not showing up next week. <laughs> no, you just got some. I'm going to send you some journal articles so you can catch you up on what's going on in the Central African Republic. We don't care about what's happening there. All right. There you go. I was like, what the heck is going on? Uh, no, Alan, we're talking about uh, play sets. We're talking about our favorite play sets from growing up, uh, toy play sets. Awesome. This should be fun. Yeah. And it should be fun, of course. And uh, just a couple of ground rules. We did count large vehicles as play sets because, you know, in our little hands, they were huge and uh, play sets. That were... <laughs> All right. Also, we're <laughs> counting play sets that we didn't own, but maybe our friends own and we have had a significant time playing with them. Okay, let me ask you. So we chose you. five each. Let me start with a question. What was the first play set that you wanted that you never what? got? Well, as you know, Alan, from uh, knowing me for so long and speaking to my brothers and sister, I was very spoiled as a child. <laughs> so uh, the first place that, that I wanted and never got, oh, that's easy, was oh. the Star Wars, I don't know why I thought this would be a harder question, um, the Empire Strikes Back Hoth playset that had the gun turret. You didn't have that? I did not have that. I only had one Star Wars playset. And it was the Jawa, the Sand People, or what? No, the, the Jawa playset with the with the yeah. But it was a uh, no, 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 no. It was like a piece of brown land, and it had like a, a cardboard. Oh yeah, um, maybe it was like a diorama a, kind of thing. Well, yes, I guess. I think it was either that or Dagobah. It's, because now I'm thinking, did I have the Dagobah? I don't think I had the Dagobah one because I like the Dagobah one had a, um, uh, it had the, um, it had the button that made the rocks flute and I always thought that was cool. And I no, it was, I'm right. Yeah, it was the, the Jawa playset. It was a cardboard, um, was that, that big thing called Sand Crawler? Yeah. Yeah, and it had like the, it came with the space capsule that, um, R2 and C3PO, uh, landed in, and I think there was like a stand where you could spin, like you move the lever and the character spins if he's standing on it. I think it had a yeah. lever; it would lift it up as if it was going into the belly of the sand crawler. Oh I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I think I had that too. I have to look well, I didn't up. like. Yeah, I didn't like it, and that's the only Star Wars playset I had, and I really, really wanted the Hoth playset. And what I did was, um, I remember doing this so distinctly. I, I would sit in the basement of my house, and once I, I spray painted it white to make it look like Hoth, and then I created my own turret. And how I did that was, I cut a, um, I cut the top off of 
of a, a soda can. And I I made like a round cardboard thing to be the actual turret with mm-hmm. a straw sticking out of it. And I would I would put that on top of with a hole in the middle so the character could kind of hang there. And I put that and I made my own turret. And I liked it. It worked pretty well. But what was happening was when I came upstairs from playing, you know, I'd go down a couple of days later and the turret would be thrown away. My dad, my dad, because he didn't want me to cut myself on the soda can, he, he threw it away, but I kept making it. <laughs> I must've done it like three times. Like, and we never talked about it. It's not like he's like, stop doing this. I'm throwing it away. It would just disappear. The can would just disappear. I'd be like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> I, just, I, I made it like three different times. Um, That's funny. You know, because if we had had a conversation about it, I'd be like, Dad, just get me the playset and this will all go away. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, and I mean, truth be told, I'm lucky I didn't get cut like a thousand times because it's not like I had professional metal cutter, cutters or anything. Right. I'm sure it was all jacked. <laughs> so, yeah, but I would cut soda cans to cut the top off and put the. I was very, uh, that's probably the most creative I can think I've ever been. Yeah, honestly, dude, that like, like I'm listening yeah. to you talk, and I'm like, Jonathan doesn't do stuff like this, and no, no. Uh, and just I cringe thinking like when you when you talk about all the stuff you made, I'm like, that sounds like work, man. How's that play? I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, my my homemade Hoth place that was was uh, was the most creative I ever got, I think. The Hoth place is actually pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty simple in design, but like you can really mimic the movie because you had the like the blasters. That you can go there and you know the the freaking hoths. I mean, uh, storm. Yeah, hoth well, stormtroopers. They had two different. They had two different playsets. They had one with like a heavy machine gun, and then they had the one with the turret. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, which one did were, were, you, were you making the one with the with the heavy machine gun? That's the one. No, I was making the turret. I was oh, the turret one. Oh, soda okay. can. I was making the soda can. That's the yeah, uh, and and I think that's what it is because I would cut a door into it. And the door when it would just be all rag, you know, jagged and sharp, and <laughs> that's probably that was probably the one to put it over the top for my dad. <laughs> yeah, that, now that's a cool place. How about? And that remember that's one I never had. So what was the one that you never had that you were? Okay, so this is funny. It's uh, so growing up, I had the twelve inch GI Joe, right? The big, big with a kung fu grip and then like the kind of real beard and hair and stuff like that and I was always envious that Barbie had like a mansion I was like dude that is so cool it had like an elevator and stuff and like different levels and floors and it was huge and it was something like I wonder if I can ask for that without like getting in trouble and stuff but I always thought Barbie had like the coolest stuff like she had like a a Corvette and a van but I wanted it for my G.I. Joe guy because he was so huge and stuff so yeah so that's that's my uh that's the, the like the first place that i thought it was really cool uh but uh yeah i would probably want that for my gi joe guys and stuff but you know it's a, a funny barbie. yeah the block it was i don't even know what the name was called it was a barbie thing and it had an elevator i think it was like three floors it was like enormous i think that's what it was called the barbie thing shut up <laughs> such an ass to look this up now it was a barbie house thing i don't know mansion i don't know what it was but uh it had an elevator i thought it was That's cool so funny for for gi joe and well what's what's funny about this story is that you wanted a barbie playset yeah. when the reality is that they made a playset for the 12 inch gi joes 
But they What? Oh, I didn't. Well, I don't even know they had that. They did? Not for the 12 yeah. inches. No, not at not like a big. I have to look this one up now. GI Joe play set twelve inch. I think it. I think it's okay to say that you wanted the Barbie Corvette. Why wouldn't you? It was a Corvette. Hey, Corvette's cool. And she had like a van. Was it pink? The Barbie thing? Yeah, it was, it was yeah, predominantly yeah, pink. Look, let me tell you something. Barbie was a lawyer, a doctor, an astronaut, a senator, president at one point. She yeah. could afford it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Click something. that link. I just okay. Said. I'm looking. Clicking the link. What the hell is that? Wow. That looks uh, technically, cool. I think it's an action man playset. Well, I've never seen this before. Oh no, Joe, Joe, yeah, you see it? Yeah, you see the logo? Yeah. You know what? I wonder man. if it's because you didn't see commercials for this kind of stuff as a kid. Because Barbie commercials are like on all the time. Dude, wait a minute. You know what? This does look familiar. Maybe I did have this. I honestly got to tell you, I didn't know GI Joe existed until we swarm when I was a kid. Really? I thought GI Joe Real American Hero was the first. Yeah. Cool. I don't remember twelve GI Joes at all. Well, that's a funny thing, dude. When the three and three quarter inch GI Joes came out, I was confused. I'm like, well, "Where's Joe?" Like, I didn't, I didn't realize. Like, I thought it was a person, but GI Joe was a team, and it was, it was a little confusing for me as a child. Team name, yeah. Oh, that's a cool playset. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't know that thing existed. So, mm, I see. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. All that's right. All Right. Let's get this show on the road. No, oh, I thought we started like 20 minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Jonathan, my uh, first play set that I wanted to get. I mean, not I want. I, I did get it. 1978 Kenner Death Star play set. This thing was massive. It was about three floors high. Uh, if you've never seen it, 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 it was kind of the shape like a pie, kind of like a triangle shape kind of stuff. And in my head, I thought, God, if I had 20 of these and I stacked them all together, I'd have like a nice round play set and stuff. But this thing was pretty cool. And it, 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 you can really reenact a lot of scenes from the movie. Uh, on the top, it had like this cannon. And in my brain, it was like the ion cannon that, that would like blow up like, uh, like the planets and stuff. It had like the, the spot where Obi-Wan Kenobi can uh, deactivate the tractor beam. And uh, and it was like a little narrow little uh, area that he had to step on. And then if you went below that, it had the bridge that would separate where Luke and Leia would swing over. And it had like a little a little hook or like a little string that, that Luke could kind of like hold on to. You can swing back and forth. If you go below that, it had like the detention center where Luke, Han, Leia, and Chewie like fell through the trap door and it would land into a trash compactor and that was at the very bottom. And the cool thing about it was the trash compactor actually came with like a little trash compactor monster which I believe in the movie all you saw was the eye would pop up but the toy figure had like it had like wings and at the bottom of the body had like like a mouth with like sharp teeth. And when you saw that figure, it was like, oh, dude, this actually looks more terrifying than what the movie had. And the trash compactor, you can take it out and you can spin this little dial and it would kind of close down like a vice. And it had like a styrofoam, like square pieces in there to kind of like, you can have junk in there and you can drop the figures in there. So the trap door would, would drop right into the trash compactor, which is cool. And at the very side of the of the place, it had this elevator that would just hit all the floors. So, I mean, the coolest part of Star Wars to me was always like towards the end. And uh, like I said, you can 
replay the movie of like so many different scenes on that thing. I love that thing so much. And I remember uh, for show and tell, I brought it to school, so I brought the whole box. And my teacher's like, oh, well, that's cool. You're going to put it together? I'm like, uh, okay. So <laughs> I started putting it together. And by the time like all the, all my classmates were done with their, with their show and tell, I was like not even halfway done assembling it. And my teacher's like, okay, put it back in the box. Like, ah, oh, damn <laughs> So there, there you go. Yeah, I remember I never had it. And I don't. I don't remember ever playing with it, so I don't think any of my friends had it. I re- remember when it came out, and I saw the commercial and all that stuff. I looked at it, I'm like, that doesn't look like it's fun. I, from everything you said, it sounds fun. And I, you know, as years have gone by and stuff, I, I've changed my view on it. It looked like it's a crap load of fun. Um, for some reason, though, when I was a kid, I, I just thought it was like, eh, it's only three floors and there's not a lot going on. But yeah, there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> uh, that gun is huge. That cannon's huge. Yeah, it's huge, and there's like a little lever that you would hit, and the thing would explode. Well, basically, it would just kind of pop up off a spring, and he would sit the car- like the the figure can sit right next to it, like uh, the GI Joe. Was it called the Flak? The like the laser gun thing, right? Kind of yeah. looked like that, and uh, and dude, you know the genius thing about these action figures, man, are are peg holes. You know, you'd have these little peg holes, yes. and you can pose them all over the place. It's such a genius simple thing but it makes so much sense yeah and it's amazing how they kind of fit almost every major scene that took place on Death Star onto this playset yeah yeah you know you like you said you have the Obi-Wan turning off the the tractor beam you have um, the gun and the gunners uh, for when the X-Wings attack um, you have Luke and Leia swinging over the chasm and you know, Vader and uh, Obi-Wan like facing off you have the trash compactor scene. You have an elevator. Uh, yeah, it's it's really amazing. I, I'm mad that I never wanted this. <laughs> Probably could have gotten it. <laughs> yeah, and it's really like if if you can see a picture, it's a pretty simple design. You know, it's just the elevator with different floors, and you know, back then to save money for the background walls, it, it was just cardboard. You know, so you kind of like slide the panels and to make the walls and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was heck of huge, man. I want to say it could have been like maybe, I don't know, two and a half feet tall would be my guess. Uh, but it was it was, a, it was a, a big bunch of plastic. But yeah, it was cool for its time. It was very very cool. You know, so was that like the first place that you ever got? Uh, for Star Wars, um. Probably no, not in general. No, I, I wrote down. Oh no, yeah. Looking at the years, that is the first place that I got. No, is it? Wait, <laughs> what is this? This is. I don't know which came first. I don't know if I got the Millennium Falcon first or this. My, I oh, think it's okay. this. My guess is this. Yeah, it's got to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm looking on eBay. You, you can get it for three hundred dollars. Really? That's not too bad, I guess. It's complete? I don't know if it's complete. It might not be complete. Uh, use an item as we... I don't know. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. So is this like a Christmas or birthday gift? Was it a surprise or... This was... I can't remember. Uh, my my assumption is Christmas because I only got big stuff for Christmas. Okay. Well, you were like me. So you went from Star Wars to G.I. Joe. Did the G.I. Joe's ever make it to the Death Star? Were you still... Did that cross over... Oh no, dude! I th- I think I told that story. Anything, any toy I had made to the garbage bin by my dad. 
So oh gosh, yeah. This this went this went because I I think really hard. Like I remember as a kid, dude. As a kid, I would run around all my house like I'd be looking for stuff. You know, like you know when you can't find something, you just start tearing right. things up. And I was looking for the Death Star in the stupidest places, like like in my drawers. <laughs> like, like, oh, maybe, I, maybe I took it apart. You know, it just it didn't make any sense. And and you know, one of the places I, I brought it up before, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it again. I kind of figured out what was going on, and it was so depressing, dude. So so depressing. But no, it, it never got a chance. <laughs> so my Joe's never made it to the Death Star, which would have been cool. Because this could easily been like a like a Cobra hangout the way the way it looks. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I like the laser cannon. No, actually, the laser cannon won't take away from it. <laughs> yeah, either, either or. It was still a cool thing. Like I said, for the time, was it nineteen seventy eight? That's this is technology. Yeah, that was a pretty cool. Uh... Now I'm kind of mad that I never had it. It was fun. Yeah, awesome. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very cool. All right, my uh, not my first ever place set, but the first one actually. And I think about it, this might be my last ever playset, because um, I remember owning this thing and playing with it. And that there were moments when I was playing with it, thinking like, maybe I'm too old for this. Um, but it brought me so I had so much fun playing with this uh, item. It's the uh, GI Joe Transportable Tactical Battle Platform. Now it didn't have a cool acronym name or anything. That's just what it was called. It was called the. Uh, That's surprising for a GI Joe toy. Yeah, I know. No acronym. Yeah. I guess they couldn't, like, squeeze it in there. And the funny thing is it looked like an oil rig. Um, you know, an oil rig that sits in the ocean. An oil right. platform, not a rig per se, but a platform. Um, and I love this thing. I think it probably was one of the less... Like, like major? Out, like, no, like, well, playset, yeah. Um, I can't find the year on this when this came out, but... It says here 85, I see. 85 okay yeah. yeah that would make sense because i was yeah i was getting i was i was a freshman that september that could be right no well anyway um no 85 could be right i don't think i was a freshman in 85 i was class of 86 from eighth grade all right anyway um so it looked like an oil platform at least i thought it did uh, and it came with, um, it had a little helipad, and the dragonfly was, it wasn't a huge, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't huge. So the the dragonfly would fit on the helipad, but it was, it was you know, if you remember the dragonfly, how long it was, it kind of looked out of place on there. Hmm. So I would usually use it, I would use it for a confiscated fang or a skyhawk. <laughs> um, but it had a it had a hook, hook and wench, it had a laser gun, or machine gun, whatever, it had a control center, and it had a missile launching platform. Um, and it had a ramp that you could, um, uh, I don't know, not a retract, ramp. Flips, yeah, it had a ramp that you could flip onto the thing or off of the thing so you could board. So what I would do is, and I never played with my toys in water, but I would have like the hovercraft pull up to it and they, you know, they put out the ramp so that they can go from the hovercraft to the platform, to the platform. Now what's cool about it is its legs were adjustable. So. And this is all in the cartoon too, but you know, if, if one side of the ground was higher than the other, you could adjust the leg so that would, would be uh uh even, so it would be um level. 
Um, and I thought it was real cool. But I used to have so much fun. I just, I used to have Cobra just just attack the plot. Like I'd have like four Joes stationed on it, and I'd have them fending off like the whole Cobra army. <laughs> um, you know, who who are your four Joes that would man this this uh, tactical battle platform? Okay, that's a great question because I remember, and there was actually there was also a ladder going from the quote unquote ocean onto the platform that dangled off the platform. Um, so I remember thinking this through, like what I needed to repel people. All right. So I had blowtorch there because what's going to repel you more than flames coming at you. <laughs> right. And then I had barbecue there in case something was hit. Like maybe they hit the missile system or something, something blew up. So you need barbecue there to, to, um, to put out the fires. I needed a commander. Okay. So, uh, it would rotate between Duke and stalker. Um, surprisingly enough, I never had shipwreck. Uh, so you would think one of my one of those people from the sea would be there. So he was usually replaced by Cutter because he drove the hovercraft, and usually the hovercraft would be moored to it. You know what I mean? Like right. so they could jump to it. So Cutter, and then um, who else always had? And you know, I'm pretty sure Snake Eyes one of every mission I ever had. So he's probably on there too. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I loved the battle. I really, really enjoyed this. I still have, I still have it. I have a, you know, I've talked before about how we've cleaned out my, my, we sold the family home. We cleaned out the basement Yeah. and I found a tub, a tub of old toys and, uh, not broken pieces, but like, um, not put together. And there are, I, I saw a lot of pieces to the battle platform. I don't know if it's all there, but they're a little disgusting though. They're all dirty and ugh. so I, <laughs> I, I might just take a, I just might one day t- drag it out of the garage and take a hose to everything. Yeah, and then try try to see because I my the the shell of my Millennium Falcon is there, the shell to my Adat is there, uh, the battle platform, most of the GI Joe headquarters is there, um, so I'm gonna hose everything down and see what if I could put anything together. I I wouldn't be surprised if I had everything from the battle platform because it was one of my last things, um, and I was old enough to really think about taking care of things and not losing things. Yeah, so it's quite possible everything from the battle platform is there. See now I want to go to the. Now I want to go to the garage and see what I got. Um, <laughs> Did the battle yeah, platform make it to the to the cartoon? Uh, or was yes. it in... Oh, yeah, did it? I don't remember it. Don't it know. made it to both. It made it to both. In in the comics... I'm confused now. The comics and the cartoons. Um, it might have been the cartoons where they brought it in by helicopter. Like four helicopters were carrying it. Oh, really? And placing it in the ocean, yeah. But that sounds but like a commercial, the right? Oh, that might, I might be confused. Yeah, it could be that too. It could have been the cartoon or something like that. Huh. Oh, that's cool. So where did you set this up in your backyard? Uh, in my backyard. And um, I remember for a while there we were, because uh, we had just moved to this house when I was like 12 or 11. And they were working on the back patio area and they, they, they need like a layer of sand, I guess, to level out the ground. Oh, and yeah. Put those, on top of but we had a big pile of sand left over and my mom wanted to get rid of it but i'm like no and i it was awesome because i would like i would use it for my joes and i would play you know i could dig holes through it when it was like moist or damp i guess and just all this cool stuff i did with the sand and i just played in the sand like i'd come home, i remember coming home from school change my clothes and just going outside to play and i'd leave the joes out there and all that stuff <laughs> um but, I, but you know if i couldn't play outside i'd bring it inside and play in the basement that's awesome 
Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I loved I loved the tactical battle. I don't the funny thing about that is because it was one of the last things I got, I, I don't remember how or why I got it. But it's not like one of the more well known things of G.I. Joe, you know? That's true, because you know, I was I was trying to guess what which what, what was gonna be on your list. That this was not on my on my brain of things that you would pick. Because I totally forgot about it too. Yeah, and now the more I think about it, I'm pretty sure this was one of my last play sets. This and one of the other ones I'm going to mention. Um, just because of, I was aging out of playing with the toys. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. That's awesome. Lots of fun. Yeah. Yep. You know, well, when they went from, you know, I mentioned the 12-inch G.I. Joe to the 3 and 3 quarter inch, that size just makes sense, you know, because you couldn't have a place that, like what you mentioned for a 12 inch GI Joe figure. I mean, it'd be the size of your, like your, your house, you know, it'd be huge. Right. And having that, that size, small figure, it, it makes sense. You know, even with, um, you know, you and I have been collecting some of the black series in the Marvel legends and stuff. Uh, I don't think, or I could be wrong. Are there play sets for the, for the taller action figures? I don't think there's anything for Marvel uh, no Legends. No play sets. There's uh, vehicles. Vehicles. There's okay. vehicles for the Black Series. One so far for G.I. Joe. Classified. I don't know if there are any vehicles. Well, yeah, there's like motorcycles and stuff for Marvel Legends. Okay. But no like real um, play sets like, we've been, well, like what we've mentioned. No, but they, like I said, for Black Series, they do have a snow speeder. They do have a um, uh, an X-Wing. And these things are huge. They have a TIE Fighter, I believe. These things are huge. Uh, right. Did Hasbro Hasbro Pulse is doing what are those things called the crowd sharing crowdfunding things? Uh, crowdfunding, yeah, they crowdfunded a Unicron, which I guess would be a Transformer playset. They crowdfunded a they um, did a Jabba Skiff, right? Jabba Skiff, but that's for the three and three quarter inch. Oh right, yeah. Um, I think oh you know what the Mando the Mandalorian ship I think is for the three and three quarter also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they did. I don't know. I don't think they're doing play sets for the six. I, th- I think the scale is just too big. It's too big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, three three quarters perfect. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Because you can get play sets and and play sets and and vehicles are what drove both Star Wars and GI Joe. I think. Absolutely. I mean, like what you mentioned, like you would have like your your helicopter land on the on the pad there. I mean, it it would fit and make sense. You know, if you went with the six inch line. I mean, it'd be massive. I mean, you you just wouldn't have room in your house. Well, not in my house <laughs> to do something like that, and the cost would be right. astronomical too. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And and you gotta love GI Joe because and look, a bunch of quite a few of my choices are, are GI Joes, but they went all in with their with their uh, with their play sets, and we can talk about that later um, later in the show, but. I think no one beat G.I. Joe when it came to their play sets and yeah. just the amount and what yeah. they did with them. Yeah, Absolutely. They they are probably the king. Like, if I had to think of a, a toy line in regards to play sets, I don't think there's anyone come close to G.I. Joe. I mean, it's it's not even not even close. Yeah, not off the top of my head. I mean, <laughs> unless you count Hot Wheels, different tracks as play sets, maybe them, because there's like a thousand different Hot Wheels tracks and stuff like that right right um, and you can because but, the scale you know because it is yeah. such a smaller scale you can build a world speaking of which which that that's a good segue jonathan i'm gonna bring Ooh. up uh 1979's hot wheels service center 
called the Stow and Go. Do you, do you know what that is, Jonathan? I feel like it sounds very familiar. I feel like I might have had it. Oh, okay. So basically what it was, it was like a, maybe I would call it like a three-tiered play set. And it was Stone Go because the whole world would actually fold down like a like a briefcase. And you can tote around your your uh, vehicles and then you can open it up and like I said it'll open up to almost like three tiers and you can have your hot wheels and the go down a ramp and it was so much fun uh the cool thing about it was you know obviously hot wheels cars so it had to you know have a world of like vehicles so it had like garage doors that would flip up and down it would have like parking areas it had a, a car wash it had like uh <clears throat> like a gas station sort of that had like a little bell that you ring and the, and the fun part fun part was you'd have a, this like car elevator that would like raise your car up from the second floor to the third floor and then when it gets to the top it would, it would kind of pop out and then it'd go down the ramp all the way down to the first floor and if you hit it just right it hit a little bell <laughs> like a little gas station attendant would come out and, and like uh, feed your gas and stuff but you can stow away I think it's like 15 vehicles in the in the play set and uh, and I, I saw some video guy he found one like mint in box dude not even opened up and uh, it was beautiful watching this guy open it up and, and the funny thing is is that when you, when you open it it was like this big piece of brown plastic <laughs> it was like it was so plain. I'm like, oh yeah, stickers, <laughs> and, and so you had to put the stickers on there. And I remember, I really remember as a kid putting the stickers on because I was so anal about stickers. Because you know, back then, like if you put a sticker on wrong, you're screwed. Because when you, you try to like repeal it, it would just totally ruin the sticker. And I was like so meticulous about, oh, okay, this is where it's got to go. It's got to be 100 percent perfect and stuff. And uh, and once you have all the stickers on there, it's like a living, breathing uh, world for your Hot Wheels cars. And uh, and like I said, what we just mentioned before, because of the scale of Hot Wheels, you can have 15 cars on it. It would not look busy. It w- it will look just perfect and stuff. So I love my Hot Wheels. Since I think the the car I used a lot was. Uh, I had, I had, do you remember that show called The Fall Guy with Lee Majors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the the Fall Guy pickup truck. No, it was like a it was like an SUV. I had that. I had the Night Rider car, and a bunch of other cars. And they were just, all day long up and down the freaking ramp. It was so it was so <laughs> satisfying for me. Um, so you're aware they still make the Stow and Go? I'm looking at it on Target.com right now. It's forty dollars. The, the the same thing. It's it's uh, they moved the gas they moved the uh, they moved the gas tanks not the tanks what it's called the filling st- the pumps they moved the gas pumps right but it's it's almost exactly it's blue too it's not brown it's not seventies brown anymore <laughs> um, but oh yeah, my see, god <laughs> they do it? yeah they do it's all blue <laughs> uh, it has a skyscraper it is very similar. That's yeah. hilarious. Yes, it is only forty. It's bucks. got the ramps. It's got the uh, the uh, the lift. It's got the ramps. It does. Oh. Wow! Holy crap! This actually the garage looks, looks smaller. better. Yeah, garage look does look smaller, but oh, wow. <laughs> well, actually, if you look at at that big ramp on the left, they yeah. made it. They get, they put a little bumper there so that when it comes down the ramp, it goes right out the playset. Oh yeah, they Whereas do. The yeah. Other, 
the uh, the older one, where because the gas pumps were in a different spot, it would they would come down a ramp and pull right up to the gas station. Yeah, I wonder if these things like connect with like other play sets. It looks like like where like where you mentioned where it comes out. It looks like there are like these tabs there. I wonder if you can kind of build upon these things. Dude, I'm almost tempted to buy this thing. <laughs> so you didn't? Oh, you you said you did have this. I I you know what? I remember playing with it. I don't know if I had it. I don't remember getting. I I remember playing with it a lot. So I don't know if it. Maybe my one of my brothers had it, and I just kind of inherited it. Dude, this new but one's not, sick. I, I'm like, I I'm telling you, man. I, God, I can't buy this. I can't. Yes, you can't. Just put it on a nice table with your Hot Wheels. I, I do have my Hot Wheels actually. I, I found my all my Hot Wheels in my garage, and it's, they're all like scratched up and stuff. But I still got them. Awesome, man. That means they were loved. That's what that means. <laughs> oh my god I can't believe they still have this this is hilarious that, but that yeah. Was a fun place. yeah 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 good memories good memories but you're right I, I think Hot Wheels probably had like yeah I would say they had probably the most in regards to play sets you know I would take yeah, like I would buy tracks or I had tracks and make them as long as freaking possible and like we would start them like the cars like running up like the wall <laughs> you know, they would fly down. Oh, that was so much fun! So much fun. Yeah, they just wreck when they fell off the uh, track. Oh, really it was fast. awesome. That's why. I, that's why I never liked the, um, you know, the uh, the motorized ones. Oh, right. The, with the controller, where you pull the trigger and it makes the car go around the track. Right. Because you couldn't, you know, because they wanted you to, oh, you had to slope around the curves a lot. I'm like, screw this! I just want to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> they, always just, they just go launching into the air when they hit the curve. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, for yeah, some reason, cool, those, those those Tyco, the ones you're you're talking about, they're always yeah. cool at first. But I remember, for some reason, it didn't have like a lasting appeal to me. You know, like I remember, like oh, it was cool, it was out, and then you would take them down, like put it in the box, and it never came back out again. I think it's because you're not really playing with them; you're watching. Oh, that's true. You know, I yeah. mean, you're pulling a trigger and you're just watching them go around. Then after they go around. Like, what's the fun part of it? Making the tracks longer and more difficult, I guess. Right, right. And you're yeah, you're right. Yeah. You can't go lightning fast, or else it fly off the track yeah. and stuff. And the funny thing is, if you get the basic set, which is just a loop, you're like, "Mom, I needed like a track pack," and I'm like, "I just bought you the loop. You're not getting the whole track pack. <laughs> get out of here." So you're like, "All right." So I watch him go around the circle for a minute. <laughs> right there, you go. All right. So all right, what else? Yeah, you that's a good. One. Thank that's you. That's a good one. All right. So my next one is technically a vehicle, but we did say if they're big enough vehicles, we could use them. Um, I've spoken about this item before on our show, and it's the uh, Imperial Walker, also the At-At, the Star Wars At-At. That's badass. Uh, it was a great place, that man. It had room. I felt like it could hold 40 figures, and it probably could if I laid them down and just shoved them in there. <laughs> um, but they had little pegs. You know, you, you could stand them up inside. Um it had uh, the lasers. It had the control thing inside of it where you can move the head up and down, almost like a puppet, move it up and down, left and right. Mm-hmm. And you press the button to make the, the, the lasers go. Um, it was just cool, and it was big, and it was it, it was awesome, man. I'm, I was a frail young man, a little child, and it took all my strength just to bend those legs <laughs> into position. Yeah, those, I don't know if that was mine. I don't know if they were all like that or just mine specifically, but I felt like they were just so like tight and so hard to bend. 
Did they ever make? I don't know if my brain is messing with me. Did they ever make a uh, like a motorized version of that thing, like a remote control? I'm sure they did. Not. Did I don't they? know if that that size or anything, but yeah, I'm sure they did. Wow. For some reason, in my head, I'm thinking I saw like a mo- oh. maybe '97 when they released the movie. Oh yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's huge. Did it have? Did it did it come with a, a like a little thing where a Luke can hang like underneath like a little grappling hook thing? Did it come? I don't remember if it came with a grappling hook. Oh, I you know it is the well the the snow speeder came with a a harpoon gun with a string on it. Yes, is that what I'm remembering? I don't know because I know the X wing Luke didn't come with one with a with a string. Right, maybe I don't know. Let me see the. Uh, I, I, that's a good question. I don't know what it came with here. Because like if I had to like, re- like replicate a scene from the movie, dude, that's that's it. <laughs> that is totally it. Luke coming up with a freaking grappling hook, I, I, dude. Anything with grappling hooks is a plus in my book. Yeah, oh, definitely. Who doesn't like a good grappling hook? <laughs> and, and or if it had like a mechanism where like if you hit a button that like the legs would just kind of like buckle underneath to make it look like it got shot down, that would be cool. Yeah, too. that would have been awesome too. But I, I, look, man, I uh, Empire Empire was the height of my collecting. I had most of the Empire stuff. I had the Sunspeed. I had the Adat, and you know I could recreate the Hoffs. Yeah, I, I didn't have a Tauntaun. That's weird. You're kidding. But anyway, no, I didn't have a Tauntaun. Really? Um, or maybe I did. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yes, you did. No, I didn't have a Tauntaun. Huh. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot, it was just a lot of fun to recreate the Battle of Hoth and just have the snow and just, you know, constantly wrapping thread around the legs and making it fall over. My mom was always <laughs> like, where's my thread? I'm like, I don't know. You mean you didn't use your uh, snow speeder to... Uh... I did. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know what? The the grappling hook. There wasn't a lot of rope on the grappling hook. Oh, right. Of the harpoon. Yeah. So, you know, you make do with what you got. Right. Well, the funny thing is, when I got the toy, I didn't realize it was a. I don't know that they make it clear in the original cut of the movie that it was a transport, that there were troops inside it. So I was like, "Why is the belly open up? Why are there stormtroopers standing in the belly? Like, what's happening here?" Yeah. Wow, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. That, wow, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> I didn't realize that's where the Hoth troopers were coming out of from. In 40 years, you didn't figure this out? I, I never I never put it together that they were like, I thought they were just like, uh, you know, the thing that's clearing the pathway, you know, to to enter the base. Well, well to be fair, in the movies, they're called Imperial Walkers. The toy was called the AT-AT, which is for all-terrain armor transport. So maybe Hasbro turned, or Kenner turned it into the uh, altering armor transport. But you would think, I mean, first of all, as impractical as they are in battle, you think if they're going to be that big, they got to do other things besides walk slowly and shoot lasers. Well, yeah, not only that, why don't they just fly down like everything else? They have freaking TIE fighters and a lot faster vehicles. Just saying. It's a land war, dude. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, yeah. You, you look at Rogue One; that's a perfect use of both air and ground. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a great scene. Yeah, that's epic. Yeah, and you never had that, right? No, no, I didn't. No. I, Is that yeah. When you realize your parents didn't love you, or 
Yeah, I think for for playset wise, did I want no, no, no? It it wind up in the garbage yeah. anyway. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, did I? I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, that it, it didn't appeal to me. I had the I had some vehicles. I mean, I remember having the snow speeder. Um. I had, like I said, the Death Star. I had the Millennium Falcon. I had an X-wing. As for vehicles, maybe a land speeder. Maybe that's it. I think that's, I think that's all I had. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a buddy that had, that had like a lot of things. So I used to go over to his house a lot and just play. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, I have the shell of my Adat in my in my garage right now. That's awesome. Well, where are the other pieces? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like I said, I gotta go through the tub and because everything's just a big hot mess. <laughs> um, <clears throat> That's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, dude. At at very very cool. Uh, okay, my next one, Jonathan. This place set came out one year after the movie, so this came out in 1982. One year after Raiders of the Lost Ark, it was the Well of Souls playset. I love this damn thing. And it was pretty, it's a pretty simple playset, but it's one of the coolest, like, scenes in the movie. And the, the playset obviously comes with the Ark of the Covenant, um, and it comes also with a cover that covers it. But what was really cool, I don't know if you know this, like, in the movie itself, etched on the walls, like, in hieroglyphics, there's, like, a C-3PO and R2-D2, and that's in the mm-hmm. movie. And on the toy version, they actually etched in R2-D2 and C-3PO on the cover of the arc. And it's actually very clear that it's R2-D2. On the cover of the arc? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, this... The It was, like, the Ark of the Covenant was in, that like, this stone right. box, right? And uh, etched on the outside of the box is R2-D2 and C-3PO. Oh, so, Yeah. Uh, oh, same stone box. Yeah, yeah. Same company, yeah. so it makes sense. I thought you meant it was on the arc. I'm like... <laughs> No. Oh, the arc was beautiful. It was like this shiny, shiny gold, and you can lift up uh, the lid. And when you lift it up, it was nothing amazing. It was just empty. Came with <sighs> like a handful of snakes, of course, and uh, grappling hook, right? So we say grappling hooks is very cool, so Indy can lower himself nice. down. Okay. Has a breakaway wall. So there's that scene when Indy is trapped down there, and he... I wish he came with uh, like that statue that I right, right. it's probably I'm probably wrong but Anubis maybe I don't know who it is but uh, yeah he'd fall down and it would break away the wall and the other side of the wall would be the mummies where Marion got spooked while the mummies are chasing after her and stuff and uh, uh, yeah. has that and he even has like holes in the wall where like in the movie that's how Indy figured out that there's a room next door and you can kind of push the snakes through the hole and Indy's like, oh, look at that. There's a, another room, which he alludes to in the beginning of the movie. Comes with a mummy itself, which is pretty neat, pretty scary stuff. But uh, again, very simple play set. And, and, the, and at the time, so Indy figures did not sell well, you know. And, uh, and I kind of looked up why. Like, why is it they didn't sell well? It's because they made one Indy figure, and I had the Indy figure, and everyone bought that up. And no one wanted the other figures, so you'd have like Toad and like the sword, and like a lot of a lot of the figures just hanging on the pegs. And from their point of view, it, it just wasn't selling, you know. But right. people were buying up the the Indiana Jones figure. Uh, the figure was cool. Indy's figure was cool. The only issue was the thumb would t- 
typically break off, like G.I. Joe's. And so when you when you see these indie figures on eBay, it's like you're always looking for the thumb, and 90% of the time, the thumb's gone. Um, but yeah, but the playset's very, very cool. And, and I think they only made two playsets out of this movie line. It was this and the map room, I think, which is cool, which, which uh, if you follow our IG account, I 3D printed that one, which is awesome. Um, but the Well of Souls, very cool playset. Really hard to find, though. I, I've seen it at a... At Toy Cons, dude, and it's like five hundred bucks. Yeesh. Yeah, like nah, I don't like it that much. You know, for, <laughs> for what it really is, it's really not that much. But for for its time, it was really cool, and you know, and I don't think it even came with um. I don't think it came with a figure. I don't think. Yeah, because at that moment in the movie, Indy is. Oh no, I'm getting confused. Map Room is when Indy's wearing a robe and. Well, as souls, he's not wearing a robe. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Very cool. Very cool place. It had tons of fun with it. You would always lose the snakes. They're tiny little things. Snakes? <laughs> uh, wait, so the map room came with a figure? N- no, it didn't. Uh, yes, it's Indiana Jones and Arab Disguise figure. Oh, then maybe maybe the map room did come with a figure. All right, that's cool. And you, you, had, you had both of them? I had both, yeah. Sweet. I did, yeah. I had the indie figure, Broken Thumb, uh, Map Room, Well of Souls. I th- I want to say I had him on the horse, but th- that memory is very vague. I honestly can tell you, I don't think I saw Indiana Jones until uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark until I was past playing with toys, because this was not on my radar at all. Oh, you mean the toys itself? You never saw it? The toy? Well, I don't think I saw the movie. Oh, until, okay. Uh, until VHS, mm. and I was done playing with toys, like probably when VHS started coming out. But yeah, so I Indiana Jones is not on my radar at all. Any of these toys, I probably liked them too. Yeah, it was cool. You know, I think God, I could be wrong. I want to say Superman two. I think came out the same year, maybe, or maybe Superman one. No, it can't be Superman one. Superman. Uh, no, Superman two came out like uh, eighty two. 81, 80? Might huh. have been 80. Empire came out in 80, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Superman, yeah. Superman 1 was 77 or 78? I don't know. One of the two. Um, I don't know. I was thinking maybe there's one movie that kind of overshadowed it in regards to, like, toys. You know? But then again, Superman the movie, there, there weren't a lot of toys. I, I mean, they made a Mega figure, like a 12-inch... Superman the movie action figure, which I had, which I actually got yeah, recently. They did not. Um, did you really the old one? Yeah, I saw it at the my local toy con, uh, and uh, has a little tear in where the cape attaches to the suit. But I was like, screw it, I want this thing. Fifty bucks. Superman two came out in nineteen eighty. Oh, did it? Okay, all right. Right, and Raiders came out eighty one. Yeah, all right. So. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised there weren't more toys for Superman. Like, didn't like DC didn't just jump on that and start, even though they weren't in the movie, like put up Batman and Wonder Woman toys. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I'm thinking for the movie, I only remember the the 12 inch Mego action figure, and that's about it. Mm, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But this Well of the Souls, dude, ah, oh, so freaking awesome. Really cool. Oh, and so, you know, I, I talk about the Dr. Indiana Jones project. The guy that's doing this scene has this playset. 
Wow. And it looks so amazing what he did. I was like, oh, this is so freaking cool. <laughs> so, now I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh um the reader.net and look at the toys. Uh did you have the desert convoy truck? No, no. Yeah, but the streets of Cairo. No. I have the, the latest yeah. version that they made when, when Crystal Skull came out, which is a cool truck. Because you can drag behind it with a rope and as the as a truck moves forward, the rope like reels in, so it looks like Indy's climbing up the rope. I do remember how amazing that scene was when we were kids, like when he drags him and he goes under the, the truck. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you said you have the 12-inch Indy too, right? Yeah, yeah, which is on our YouTube channel. Sweet. Yes. Sweet. Which is a horrible figure, by the way, because I, I think I even mentioned in the YouTube video... <laughs> His hat looks like Gandalf's hat. It's, it looks like a melted mushroom. And yeah. and the head that they used was actually the Han Solo version. So the hair is Han Solo's hair. Like long. Oh, that's funny. Like very hippie-ish. Hat. Yeah. So 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 yeah, you were forced with the hat on because the hair didn't make sense. But the hat looked like like a, like melted butter on his head. It was just terrible. <laughs> Gandalf hat is probably the best description of it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Too bad. Indiana Jones. Dude, but I'm hoping when the new movie comes out, I pray Hasbro does like a, you know, revisit of the figure. They probably will. I'm hoping. They probably will. Well, this is the thing. We've talked about this. It's, it's Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary, right? Because okay. they are putting out a, a lot of the Black Series stuff are coming out with these little emblems, you know, Lucasfilm 50th anniversary. Yeah. And, you know, Willow, Howard the Duck, the Indiana Jones. They're all part of Lucasfilm. Are we going to be seeing figures from? I don't know. What I do know is that on April the eighth, Hasbro Pulse is having a—they're uh, calling it a fan fest. We're going to announce a bunch of new stuff. So if they're putting anything out, it's already April. So if they're putting anything out for this year with Indiana Jones, we would most likely see it announcement coming April eighth. April eighth. I would think. Oh yes, but God. I got to be honest with you. There's nothing on the on the wires about this. I mean, even even before G.I. Joe Classified came out, there was a lot of people talking about, you know, before they announced it, right. a lot of people talking about, oh, they they got to make it. They're, of course they're going to make it. It's it's a no-brainer to make the G.I. Joe's. You know, I was on the, on the podcast saying that. Um, and then, you know, a couple months later, boom, they put them out. So maybe they will do something about India. I don't know. I doubt it. I, I, I mean, why not? They, they got to wait for the movie. Yeah, but if you're going to do like a Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary, put out, and you don't have to put out a whole line, put out like one of Indiana Jones, put out, uh, you know, like a Willow and the guy, I don't I didn't see Willow, but, you know, the two main people in Willow, uh, put out a Howard the Duck figure, you know, just do a Lucasfilm line. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see, I can definitely see Indy because they made a toy line of that already, you know? Right. But uh, yeah, like I said, they're, they're probably going to wait. To the movie. Or maybe yeah, they do it like see, a they, Disney exclusive. Well, they made... They made King of the Crystal Skull toys and they didn't sell well, right? Well, the movie didn't do well. I don't know if the movie didn't do well. It made money, right? It, it did make money, but you're right. The toy lines... Well, it was okay. I mean, I think there were supposed to be like... And I could be wrong about this. Four waves, and I think they did three. And the Lost Wave went right to a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, which are awesome figures, too. But, yeah, but do you think they're going to? You think they'll put a new one out with the with the new Indiana Jones movie that's supposed to come out? You think they'll do another toy line? Yeah, 
I think so. I think. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know, man. Because I, I, I yeah. The I new Star Wars the... movie they didn't make figures for. I mean, the last one. Well, they did Evil Ray. You said some. yeah. They made some. They didn't make a lot. That's unusual oh. for a Star Wars film, don't you think? No, it's it's not. Un- well, it's unusual for a Star Wars film. Yes, it's not unusual because of what's happened in the last two movies. If you go into Toy Story regularly, like I do, you know that uh, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, not Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi and Force Awakens figures were just sitting on the shelves for for almost a year. Like you can still find. In, in random places like an, an, an Admiral Holdo from Last Jedi. Wow. Uh, you, you can find Rose Tico, well, not anymore, but for a while there, you, she was always on the shelves. The Han Solo movie figures didn't do well. Um, I think Rogue, Rogue One, there was like three or four figures that were left on the shelf for a long time. Um, so they just probably, you know, figured with Rise of Skywalker, look, this is a whole nother show, but Rise of Skywalker almost is like let's just get a decent movie out there or what we think is a decent movie out there and just end this debacle that we started with <laughs> um you know because they didn't put you're right they didn't put a lot of toys out the strength of star wars it's it's, it's original trilogy um figures and then behind that the prequel trilogies um and the prequels have been getting a lot more love recently as those as those kids that grew up it with it as their star wars quote mm-hmm, unquote right you know, they're adults down there but you know they they you know they have uh, their own incomes and they're spending money on collectibles and so you know Anakin toys are not young Anakin but you know Anakin Ben Kenobi uh, you know the the prequel stuff is selling really well now too um, so maybe we, they need twenty years for this trilogy to start hitting the ground running with whatever right. um, but yeah I, that's what I mean but they should be able to put out a line of Lucas films I, I I'm not a huge indie fan but I would buy an Indiana Jones figure a six inch figure. Hell yeah, you know. Yeah. So they should they should at least do indie. You'll have to do Marion and everybody else do indie and you know random Nazi or something. I don't know. <laughs> or the guy with the hat that gets the thing burned into his hand. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, she got. All right. My next one is the epitome of GI Joe shoehorning in acronyms into their toys and vehicles. So this is what everybody, everybody I know calls it the hovercraft. No one calls it the killer whale, right? Uh, that's its official designation, the killer whale, W-H-A-L-E. Okay, so W-H-A-L-E stands for warrior, colon, hovering, assault, launching, envoy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, let's call this thing the whale and someone figure out what whale stands for. <laughs> And I, I really would hope Larry Halma wasn't the guy that did this. So. <laughs> I didn't know it was called the whale. Was, yeah, see, yeah, it's called the called the killer whale, the hovercraft. Because hovercraft this, alone is cool. I mean, hovercraft, dude. Dude, this thing is so freaking awesome. It had two missile launchers, which held eight, uh, four missiles each. It had a ridiculous amount of cannons. It had two cannons on each side. It had two machine guns. It had uh, the fans, you know, the hover fans that you could, you push the button down and it spins them. It had depth chargers that you can launch. It had a mini bike that launches out of its front. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The mini bike was stored on the side. My bad. Uh, mini bike is stored on the side. It had a 
like a sled that you can launch, I believe, from the front. Or is it the rear? I don't remember. Uh, this thing was stacked. This this is this is why I call this a playset and not a um, a vehicle. And it floats, by the way. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. I, I mean, you could fit a thousand figures in this thing. Um, you got two in the command center. You had two in the machine guns. You had a, a bunch in, underneath in the main cabin. Uh, yeah, you could just fit a whole bunch of dudes on this thing. And it came with the um, the hovercraft driver was he was officially, yeah, his name was Cutter, but he was a Coast Guardsman. And I think he was the only Coast Guardsman on the G.I. Joe team. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, um, the thing was pretty big. And what was funny about this is this is the vehicle where I realized that G.I. Joe really, like, towered over Cobra in the sense that um, Cobra would have things that G.I. Joe, Joe had, but they wouldn't have the exact same thing. So G.I. Joe gets a Dragonfly helicopter. Yeah. Cobra gets the Fang, which doesn't even have a closed cockpit. <laughs> and it's like half the size. I like the Fang. G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, I like the Fang too. G.I. Joe gets the Killer Whale hovercraft. Uh, Cobra gets the, the, the um, what was it called? The Moray, which is such a small little hovercraft. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they eventually got a hydrofoil, which was big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like Cobra always had something that was like half the size of what G.I. Joe had. Um, but anyway. So, yeah, I loved the whale. It did float. I never really put it in water or played with it in water. I might have put it in water once or twice to see if it floated. You didn't put it in your bathtub. That's what I'm saying. I probably got yelled at for filling the bathtub. (laughs) Like, I wasn't taking a bath with it. Oh, yeah, you were. I was floating it. And, um, yeah, no, I played played with that. Because I had little wheels. I had tiny wheels underneath so it could roll across the floor. Um. Yeah, the thing was awesome. Again, I have this shell downstairs. I'm, I'm sure I've lost a bunch of pieces to it, but man, I gotta go through that stuff. Oh, let me know because I I found files for my 3D printer that has all the accessories for that. No way, yeah, dude! dude if I get the depth charger, really, yeah, I've awesome. seen it. Yep. Let me know, dude. I, you know, I might need you to do it for the headquarters too. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah, but I I, lo- I love this thing. The depth chargers, like. I know what was great about toys and comic books, at least for me, is like I learned so much. I didn't know what a depth charger was or how to use them, right? You know, or what they were about. But you learn. And the thing about GI Joe was everything had to be put together. And you were talking about stickers before. As a child, if I had any anxiety in life, it was putting these stickers on my toys <laughs> because they would always wind up crooked. I would always try to match them to the correct spot on the um. On the either the box or on the uh, you know the the, the the blueprints, yeah, you know, and that's what GI Joe did too. When you were putting those toys and those playsets together, those vehicles and playsets, you felt like you were building something, right? Because you know? I never model kits, but to me this was something different. It was so much fun putting together the toys and putting stickers on. This is like I said, the stickers created a lot of anxiety in me. I, I Star Wars didn't make you put stickers on their toys. You're they passively getting like an engineering degree <laughs> by yeah. assembling these yeah. things. Um, <laughs> But it's so funny, and and once I dig those some of the vehicles out, I'll take pictures of them. Uh, I guarantee you there's at least four crooked stickers on everything I owned. <laughs> Do you remember really tiny ones like no step or whatever. Right. The, the, like, especially the whale had a bunch of no step, like you're not supposed to put your foot there. Oh right. These things are so small and thin. <laughs> like come on, man, you're killing me. But that's what's awesome about it. And then I was so it, anal, I'm like you can't play with it until all your stickers are. You're not done. It's not complete until all your stickers are on. So I wouldn't play with it or anything until I had all the stickers on it. 
That was awesome. that was fun though. Dude, I'm surprised you didn't test its its floating feature. I'm sure I did once or twice. You've got to have, yeah. It's got to be like the def, like the thing you just got to do. Yeah, but you also grow up thinking like you can't get your shit, your stuff wet because you know, uh, right? Joints could rust. Could rust it, you know, kind of goes against your, your your logic to put the things in the water. Right, that's true. That's cool. Hey, oh, how no, did, I didn't like, realize that was their only uh, Coast Guard figure. Interesting. I believe so. Yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. That's awesome yeah, to still have it too. Yeah. Well, then, then now you can test its floating capabilities after all of these years. Dude, it might legit have holes in it. <laughs> it's plastic. It's fine. It'll make it. Do you know if you still have a cutter? I, I, I unless he's in that box, I'd say no. Oh, you still have the box? No, no, no. I have a big. Like, oh, the bin. Okay, gotcha. Like a bin. Yeah. Unless he's in there, I'd say no. Wow. I wonder what it, I wonder what it, you know they re-released it <coughs> oh, no. yeah, as Night Force oh did they like it in, it's in black and gray I don't like it oh, okay uh, and again that. this was this was kind of the last this was probably the last line where things looked like things and they didn't use all the neon and glow and all that oh right I mean, this, thing, this thing is army green that's cool you know I, I always wanted that like really bad <laughs> That was such a cool vehicle. Oh, you never had Dover Cry? Nah, nah, I didn't. I gotta say, I think my two favorite G.I. Joe vehicles... No, actually, there's quite a few. Okay, my two favorite big vehicles was probably uh, Steeler's Tank. And, uh, yeah, that thing was sick. And, again, big vehicles, I would say it was uh, the Jet Fighter plane. Skystriker. Yeah, with Ace. For for big vehicles, those are I, I I mean I never owned them, but my my friend did. They were they're so cool. I had the Skystriker. Oh, that's such a cool thing, man. I love the story. I told the story on one of the shows. I lost the I immediately lost his helmet. Oh, the helmet, no, right? Helmet, yeah, yeah, right. Immediately. Oh. I, at this point, I'm thinking because I I tore that car apart looking for. I'm I'm pretty sure my brother probably found it and threw it out the window on the way home. No. I don't know what else could have happened to it. I'm just kidding when I say that. Oh, but, yeah. Oh. yeah. $550 for a complete out-of-box G.I. Joe Hovercraft. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and it came with the catalog, too. Remember the catalogs you used to get in the toys? Oh, yeah. That I love those things. It the whole line. Oh, it's awesome. It's so awesome. Do you remember, did the vehicles have its own file card? Uh no. no no okay oh think so but Cutter probably had his own Cutter did yes yeah <clears throat> yeah it's cool that's a great vehicle it's more than just a vehicle dude it's a play set you know with all the features that are on yeah, it yeah absolutely it's a play set yeah hey that's a good one alright dude uh, on to my next one this goes back to 1985 and I actually found that it's going price at the time of $32.95 this is from the cartoon mask boulder hill play set mask yeah you know when you look at it it looks so freaking boring because it's just a gas station but that's the, the, the gist of the show is that you know not everything is what it seems um 
and it plays a big role in the cartoon too because this is where they all are supposed to meet up and stuff but uh it's it's kind of like to me it was always like a mishmash between gi joe and transformers because thing things would change but uh <sighs> the gas the uh where you get gas that would turn into turrets and like even the sign like the gas station sign had guns in there and then on top of the boulder hill, a boulder would roll down, and underneath would be like a little cannon that some guy can sit on. And then the the storefront uh, had like these, like a metal wall or a barricade that would come out. And it was neat because, you know, mask they were they were a lot smaller than Joe's. Gosh, I want to say maybe they were three inch figures, maybe. Uh, or maybe even smaller. Maybe three. I don't know if they could have been. Well, yeah, maybe, they were pretty small. Yeah, they were they? pretty small. Yeah, uh, because I know regular Joes just wouldn't fit in the vehicles, but uh, all the vehicles would fit except the Rhino, which is so freaking awesome. I love the Rhino, which is a semi truck, but all the other uh, vehicles can pass through like the garage door, which was cool. Um, things I wish it did come with though, which was really prominent in the cartoon was. Uh, the headquarters where like Matt Tracker would be like, hey, this is the mission and the computer would be like, okay, for this mission, these are the the, the guys that would work well with this and, you know, kind of like display like their code name and their name and they'd come running and they'd have like this round table and from the top, like this thing would come down with the helmets and would like rest the helmets on top of their head. That I wish came with a playset. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, and the cool thing about this too, with with all the features on it, like the guns and the turrets and the boulder, all these things can be manipulated behind the playset. So like you have all these like little control things in the back of it, where you can control the turrets in the front of the gas station. So it was almost like like puppeteering, you know, like you would see these mm-hmm. things move, but you couldn't see your hands working the mechanism. So I thought that was pretty brilliant, also, because you could easily have done it as an even cheaper way. But they, they kept that illusion, aha, illusion of playing around with the with the with the devices without you uh, seeing your hands in it. So that was like the goal is to play this thing without showing your hands moving the stuff around. Uh, let's oh, that's see. awesome. Yeah, came with two figures: uh, Alex Sector, tall, bald guy. I think he was like the computer guy, and a guy named Buddy Hawks. His name was Clutch. Boom boom. And uh, he was their mechanic, of course, and he worked at the gas station. So he didn't have to walk very far when Matt Tracker wanted <laughs> him. Uh, let's see, what else? Anything from uh, Trapdoor? Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so, oh, I, I, I told this story before. This is where I, f- I figured out what was happening to my toys. It was a Monday morning, I'm going to school, and I'm passing by the garbage bins, and I see Boulder Hill in the garbage. And I'm looking at it like, ah, like, what do I do? You know, like, do I go to school? Or do, do I fetch it? And I walked to school, and I was so sad the whole day. You know, and oh. I came home, and garbage cans were empty, and I dragged the freaking aluminum cans up the driveway like a sad boy and just sat there. And I'm thinking, like, this is what happened to all my toys. And I was just I just started thinking back, like, my Death Star and my Millennium Falcon and all this stuff. It was... <sighs> you, ever, you ever asked your dad what happened or why he threw it out? Because it was, it was taking up too much room, too much stuff. I mean, you came to that opinion, or you you talked to him about it. No, no, I don't talk to him about this stuff. That's his deal, man. So, so with my daughter, I've never thrown away any of her toys. I'll say to her, "Hey, you know, like uh, whatever you want to throw away, go ahead and throw it away. If whatever you want to keep, you can keep. You know." And I never took her stuff and just started like 
you know, slam dunking toys that were just all over the place. Uh, but you know, she has an easier time letting go of things than I do. That's for sure. <laughs> She's like, yeah, throw that away. I'm like, no, it's my little pony. Keep it. But yeah, Your I like little that. pony. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. No, I, I never played with masks, um, but that does look like a cool place. I know you really liked Mask. Yeah, uh, dude, they had a DeLorean that would fly, kind of like the new Tesla, a, a freaking motorcycle that turned into a helicopter, the Condor. Yeah, yeah that, that was cool. pretty badass stuff. They had a lot of cool, a lot of cool toys, and, but I'm yeah. telling you, dude, I think I told you this before, I, I found an ep- like a couple episodes on YouTube, they are boring as fudge. Wow, they're <laughs> terrible. So I can see why you never got into it. Yeah, that semi-trailer looks fun. Oh, yeah, the Rhino? That thing's cool. Because there's a little button that would, like, had, like, this battering ram in the front of it. And there was, like, this humongous missile launcher that came out from the back and had, any, like, an ejector seat on the side. And it came with two figures, Alec and I think, God, I want to say Vic Soto, but that's not his name. <laughs> But it's, yes, Soto. <laughs> it's somebody Soto. I think his name is, but it, it, how, yeah, it was cool. How many lines did they have? Do you know? Like how many? Well, it definitely right, grew. But uh, right off the bat, they had several vehicles. There was even a motorcycle with a sidecar, which was cool. The guy's mask was called Stiletto. I see Bullet. These are the vehicles: Bullet, Piranha, Manta, Slingshot, Razorback, Stinger. Firefly. Anything south from there? First of all, there's a lot of G.I. Joe in there. <laughs> Firefly and Stinger are definitely G.I. Joe names. Firecracker. Yep. Raven. Thunderhawk. Wow. Vampire. Condor. Condor is a motorcycle. Yeah, these are pretty awesome. Ah, the ingenuity of... Uh... Oh, the shark looks like the... Uh... Looks like the car from one of the James Bond movies with the fins. It goes into water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Cool vehicles are very cool. Like I said, they would transform, which is pretty neat. And again, yeah, when you have awesome. a figure that small, it's I think it's easier to have like a like a vehicle-based toy line. Right. You know? Well, that was the mask's thing. It was all about the vehicles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, and, and freaking... The DeLorean that would fly actually kind of looks like, now I'm looking at it looks more like a like a like an, or something, right? yeah like a Camaro yeah and stuff and I told my wife yeah I want to get the Tesla Model X she's like why I'm like the doors dude, I mean <laughs> the doors alone is so cool you gonna check attach lasers to it if I can hell yeah Sky Bolt what's the Sky Bolt that does not sound familiar this looks fake <laughs> alright very cool alright what else you got Alright, my next one is uh, up there with one of my last play sets. Uh, it's the Marvel Superhero Secret Wars Tower of Doom. Doom. I've never heard of this, dude. I actually had to look this one up. The Well, you've heard of the toys. Yeah, yeah the figure line, yeah. yeah. I didn't okay, realize they had so a play set, though. This was a great melding of... I had just started getting into comic books. Secret Wars was one of the first series I ever read or collected, we'll say. Um, and then this line came out and I distinctly remember, I, I maybe bought one or two of the figures. Um, but I distinctly remember it was whatever Christmas this was. And I got, I got a bunch of cash that Christmas and the next day, cause God forbid I have money in my pocket longer than 10 seconds. <laughs> so the next day I walked all the way up to Bradley's, um, 
to see what I can get. I think I went there with the express uh, reasoning of getting um, of uh, getting GI Joes, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know, day after Christmas, there's hardly any toys on the shelf. So I was like, oh man. And I just kind of wandered down the clearance aisle and all of their Marvel Superhero Secret War stuff was on sale. Really? On clearance. Yeah, I was amazed. Dude, I walked home, like I had like two or three bags full of, of, of superhero Marvel Secret Wars toys. I bought a bulk of my figures that I had that day. I bought the Tower of Doom that day. I bought the little vehicle, um, the superhero vehicle, or it might have been the bad guy vehicle. Um, yeah, and I just... I was in. I, I think maybe I had a radio like Spider-Man because I always like Spider-Man um, and maybe Captain America. But then I, I just bought whatever they had there. I remember getting, I think, Kang and Doctor Doom. and Yeah, and I just remember walking home with all these toys and just going to the basement, setting them up and playing. Um, and I love the Tower of Doom. Tower of Doom was te- technically three levels. It had the very top was a turret, a uh, removable turret. And it had a... Um, like the entrance way could be triggered to be like a uh, prison, like a two doors would close you from either side mm-hmm. and be like a prison. It had like a, this weird chair that you could sit in and it moved around. Um, had an elevator, let me say, uh, three floors, a trap door, a removable rocket elevator platform, and a sliding instrument panel chair and a removable observation turret. Um, yeah, it was just great because it was a, it was the Tower of Doom, so I put the bad guys in there, and, and then the um, the heroes would have to attack it. Um, so Tower of Doom, know, this is supposed to be Doctor Doom's place. Yeah, it was like his castle during the Secret and, Wars. And the good guys, like Cap, didn't have they didn't make one for like Captain America. And... Uh, did they make one? It might have been in the next series. Ah, yeah, interesting. It only. It went like one. Well, it went like two series, but it was weird how it worked. Um, like yeah, because I missed out on the second series: Spider-Man, Black Costume, Daredevil, Falcon, Wolverine, Black Claws, and then in Europe they released uh, Constrictor, Electro, and Iceman. You missed out on the Wolverine figure. I missed out on the second Wolverine figure. Oh, dude, I had the Wolverine with a brown outfit and the claws. Yeah, what color were her claws? What color? Yeah. Uh. Silver. This is, yeah, the second series, he had black claws. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I huh. think it was just a repackage. Um, yeah, I had all the series one year. I had Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Wolverine. I had Doctor Doom. I had Magneto. I had Kang. I had Doctor Octopus. I don't think I had anything. From, I don't know. Maybe I did have Daredevil. Baron Zemo. I didn't have Hobgoblin. Dude, did they all, in my brain, did they all come with shields? Yeah, they came with crappy. Well, shields with like a, they were called secret message shields. <clears throat> and they had um you know those things where you move them lenticular? oh it changes picture oh. yeah yeah but all the figures came with shields right yeah and yeah okay yeah and what stunk about that was captain america's shield didn't it was a lenticular thing it didn't look like a shield so you're like what are you doing yeah what the hell well that's exactly. dumb <laughs> yeah but yeah i love the tower of doom and it was just so much fun to play with dude i've never seen this before this looks like lots of fun, man. Yeah, it was plenty of fun. It actually reminded me of the Death Star. It had less features because, and these were figures were a little bigger. Yeah. They were might have been five inch figures, I think. Yeah, yeah, they were bigger. But they were cool figures. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they, they were very comic accurate except for your shields. Yeah, seriously. 
Very cool figures. Wow, look at this stuff. They had Baron Zemo, Falcon. Wow. Kang? That's crazy. Yeah. Hobgoblin? Yeah. I didn't have the Hobgoblin. It would be cool to have. Yeah. I had some kind of motorcycle. The Doom Cycle, maybe, I had? Yeah, it was purple. I remember this one. Wow. That's, they have a lot of like stuff for the bad guys. That's weird. Yeah. Isn't it? Hmm. And then they had, they had something called... Um, Freedom Fighter, which is kind of like a headquarters that came out second wave. A mobile rotating attack base station vehicle for the superheroes. Oh, oh, oh. It really just looks like gun platforms that they, they can sit in and shoot. Pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yeah, Very but this was awesome. And, and the fact that I got almost everything on clearance, I think it retailed for 20 bucks. So maybe I paid 10 or $15 for it. That's nuts, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's a score. I I think, if I remember, I think I had like $35. And since everything was on clearance, I think I was able to get most everything I got for $35. Now, do you still have these things? I don't think so. I don't think they would have went. I really don't know where these would have went. But but what sounds like your parents were the type, like my dad, to throw things away. You know, like where would it go if if you didn't throw it away yourself? No, no, they didn't. No, my parents didn't throw things, especially my toys. Yeah. Although I I don't know what happened to my He Man, and I think they might have gotten thrown away in the move. Oh. Because um, I I I unless I I could have given away because my cousin Kevin is always like he'll always once in a while text me like oh remember you gave me all these toys I'm like no he's like remember you gave me these comic books I'm like no can I have them back I'm like oh, dude, I was just about to say that what if you went to cousin Kevin's house and you're like that's my secret wars <laughs> like yeah you gave them to me oh I mean let me tell you something cousin Kevin's remember like when he he made that joke that I'm not he's joking but he's like you never let me play with my hat at I'm like that's because you didn't know how to play with them or whatever right. I don't remember that I, you know, I remember kind of giving him comic books um, but like I posted the comic on Instagram recently. He goes, yeah, you remember you gave that to him? I'm like, no, which means I had a double of it. You know, I'm like, no. Right. So I could have given him toys. I think he said I gave him transfers at one point. So like, I have no memory of that. Seriously. What if you went to his house and like, he, you know, you're going through his garage and right there is the, 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 the Marvel superhero secret wars doom tower. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a take backseat kind of guy. So I I'd be like, F that, dude. <laughs> I'm taking this no, if, home. I, if I if I if I saw like Amazing Spider-Man 252 or something mint, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> that's no, not I, yours. that was an accident. <laughs> right? Oops. I shouldn't have been that pile of Archie comics I gave you. <laughs> that's um, funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if I gave the He-Man away. I don't. I I should probably ask because of Gavin. <laughs> Did <laughs> right. I give you He-Man? <laughs> that's hilarious. so. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that. Um. I feel like the tower itself might be might be in that box. Ah, maybe. I mean, like I that said, it sounds like no one threw any out. of your stuff away. It's got it. It's either you that did it or you gave it away. Although I'll tell you what, my mom did throw away Amazing Spider-Man two ninety eight, which was the first Todd McFarlane issue. Well, you le- you left it on the table because you didn't clean up. I left it. I, le- I was there for like two weeks, and she kept telling me, to put, "She's like, put your comic books away." I'm like, "I will put your comic books away. I will. It's gonna get thrown out. Put your comic books away. I will." Mom, where's my comic book? I threw it away. No. <laughs> but even back then, I didn't read. It was like, oh my god, it was McFarlane's first one. I was like, all right, it's all in my collection, two ninety eight. Oh right, that's true. <laughs> and then later, I'm like, oh mom, that was McFarlane's first. <laughs> that's funny. It's funny you actually oh, remember which issue it was. Also, 
Well, it's because it was a hole in my collection. It's still a hole in my collection. <clears throat> wow. And I remember the cover, too. Cool. So stupid of me. <laughs> All you had to do, dude, was just pick up a little comic book and just put it Walk away. Walk up the stairs and drop it and just leave it. Anyway, like she wouldn't have cared. I left it on the floor in my bedroom. Right. <laughs> That's right. You just she had to pick the, it up off the table. The yeah. yeah, and she gave you a time limit. Say, hey, dude, two weeks. Yeah. No, I'm not mad at her. I am not mad at her. <laughs> That's awesome. And she stuck to her words. I, I, I like that. You think she felt bad? <laughs> no, I don't think she thought about it. I mean, I, I don't think when she did it, she did it to be like, I'll teach him a lesson. I think she was just getting rid of newspapers or whatever and just threw it in the pile. Mm, right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a good story. All right, dude. My last Before one you. is uh, Star Wars once again. I mentioned it already. 1977's Millennium Falcon. I do remember getting this one for Christmas, and the reason why I know is because um, it was wrapped underneath the tree, but the box was so big, I guess my mom ran out of wrapping paper, so she only wrapped, like, the top half. <laughs> so if you just, like, kind of, like, move the, like, the gifts around, you can clearly see the Moonfalk Falcon on the bottom, and, you know, as a kid, you, you do that, right? You go through all the boxes, and I'm like, <gasps> I, I, got, I was stunned. Like, oh, my God. It's a Millennium Falcon, you know? And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And so, and I did a really poor job of, like, acting surprised because, you know, when they pass it out, it was like, oh, go to Millennium Falcon. And my mom was like, well, did you know? I'm like, no, I didn't know. <laughs> but uh, but it, that is, this thing was enormous as well. And, again, the size of the three and three-quarter inch Star Wars acting figures um, made this thing like big but not too big it was just right um let's see what was in it that made it cool you can put two figures in the cockpit you can put your hot and chewy in the front it had the chessboard where chewbacca would rip your arms off if you beat him had the like the little turn in the middle which is cool because it was positioned where like luke was not really upside down but kinda and that would pivot around had the 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 little trainer droid that when Luke was just learning the lightsaber that had on it, uh, which which was lost like immediately because it was tiny, and it had like the little stowaway compartments where you can hide the figures, uh, where I guess Han was hiding the drugs, and had that. And uh, now, spice so, dude, we need drugs. <laughs> and uh, this is where I'm confused because I know, I know they re-released Simonian Falcon. I can't remember though for the life of me. Did the original make sound like the X-Wing fighter did? Did you have the yeah. It did make sound. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't it made sure. like, a, like nothing related to anything. It okay, make, gotcha. <laughs> it was like, like, it was really bad. <laughs> That's right. Well, the X-Wing sound was awful, too. Did it have lights? Um, No. Just no, it just made a sound. Okay, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, so I remember it had that, and I thought it was cool, too, that the... Like to enter the Millennium Falcon, like the little door would would come down on the side, and yeah, man, you didn't have to fly around with it to have fun with it. You could just like open the back compartment, just play the Millennium Falcon all day long, and uh, yeah, that went in the garbage too. Damn it! But oh, that was so awesome. I love the Millennium yeah, Falcon. Yeah, I, I love that it had the floor where they hid. Yeah. Um, and that's what you know we talked about that with the Death Star. They really, they really with their places tried to make them. So that you could kind of act out every scene. Yeah, right from the you know? movie. Yeah, Absolutely. it was. It, I loved it enough. I think it was huge and heavy. I always used the main landing gear as like a handle. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's was awesome cool though. Thing. Absolutely, dude. Wow, on on uh, 
Wow, on eBay these things. Well, it ranges seventy bucks, way up to five hundred bucks. I guess. Well, you got to make on. sure it's the vintage one because <clears> they, they've made a lot of. They've made a lot of Millennium Falcons. Oh yeah, I don't know if I would get one. That thing was enormous. I mean, it's such a big toy. For some reason, I feel like I had the. Um, although I would have found it by now, I feel like I had the uh, the 1997 Millennium Falcon too. Oh really? Yeah, maybe I do. Was it? Was it? Were there any new features on it? Maybe they had lights. I've seen the box. I don't remember, dude. I gotta be honest with you. I don't remember. That thing's huge. I did have uh, the Lego version of it though, when they first started doing Lego Star Wars. When I think Phantom Menace came out, that was awesome. That must have taken me like a month to freaking complete. But that was cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but I think of all the vehicles, I think my favorite is probably Snow Speeder still. I, I love, love that thing. Speeder. Yeah, that's so cool, dude. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon's awesome, too. It's too. I like the X-Wing, too, but Snow yeah. Speeder, for me, is the best. I know. Dude, Empire Strikes Back. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good film. I gotta watch that again. That opening scene, I would put up against, uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan. I'm different, obviously, but... Right, right. Uh, just that battle, man. I would put it up against Helm's Deep. yeah. Uh, yeah, I would put it up against any Snyderverse movie. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the, first 20, the first twenty minutes versus the entire Snyderverse. That's funny. Um, yeah. All yeah, right. Awesome. Very cool. Million Falcon classic. Uh, my playset and the final one in our little list is the GI Joe headquarters. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to make a controversial statement right now. Oh. And I'm going to defend it. Okay. This was the absolute best playset put out for G.I. Joe. I don't want to hear about the USS flag because if you need a whole nother room in your house to set up your playset, that's more trouble than a place that's worth. Hold up, dude. Let me ask. If you had a house that would accommodate the freaking battleship, uh, uh, what do you call that thing? The aircraft carrier. Aircraft carrier. You're Gosh, telling me me. that that's not a cool that's that's not better than the headquarters. What did you say? If you had a house that could accommodate it, yeah. So let's say you. I'm just saying. No. If no, it does no. I'm talking about for the line. Gotcha. The best place that was the headquarters because everybody could buy it, everybody could set it up, and everybody can play with it. Okay. That's Fair enough. No, you're right it, about it, that. I've only known one kid that had the that had the aircraft carrier. One kid. And I, I never saw him. it. And he told me like he got it for Christmas. Well, how do you know he had it? He could have been lying to you. He could have been lying, but I know the guy. He was a very he was being the G.I. Joe. And he's like he's like, It's my whole floor. I'm like, What? <laughs> he was exactly. one of those kids where you couldn't get into like... his house. Yeah. I mean it takes you a half hour to walk around the thing. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, could you imagine the stickers and how long it took to put that thing together? Oh, my God. Anyway, so the G.I. Joe headquarters was awesome sauce. It came with um, three main, it was made of three main, I don't know what to call them, platforms, sets or whatever that were connected together. One was the garage. One was the main command center. I guess two was kind of like a garage. The other side was also a garage. But only one of them had like a lift on it. Like you could lift up the vamp. And I had the vamp and I loved the vamp. And you could put the Mobat in the other one. It also came with a helicopter landing pad, which 
could not that attached to the headquarters, but he put it next to the headquarters, could be behind the headquarters. He was versatile, is what I'm trying to say. Ah. Okay. It had a main cannon. Every fortress should have a main gun. <laughs> so the commander could say, fire the main gun. Okay. <laughs> right. It had the G.I. Joe flag, and on the other side of the flag was the American flag. God bless America. Oh, that's beautiful. It had a jail without a roof. So if you were <laughs> tall enough, you get out of it. But it still had a prison. But everyone in the G.I. Joe universe is the same height, so it's okay. <laughs> no one's getting out of it. Right. Um, it had a c- computer control center. It had foot lockers it for did? your weapons. Yeah, in the back. What? Well, it's more like a storage area. They just called it foot lockers. Right. Yeah, but it was a big storage area for your, your weapons. Because Lord knows those freaking G.I. Joe weapons and backpacks and visors and helmets and thumbs <laughs> were very lo- lo- uh, easy to lose. <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But this thing, I played with this thing. I would still be playing with this thing if it was complete. And I know for a fact I have at least the big pieces of this downstairs in my garage. It came with spotlights. It came with uh, mountable machine guns, smaller machine guns. It came with little slits in the garage so you could set up your troopers, your your G.I. Joe's to fire through these little slits and still be protected. It was a big hunk. Well, it was plastic in real life. But it was made to look like a big hunk of metal. Oh, with like rivets? Yes. And just, I constantly, constantly had Cobra attacking these headquarters <laughs> and never getting anywhere. Hey, what was Cobra's uh, command center? Uh, the terror drill. I remember that being human. Like, I didn't, I didn't have it, but I remember the commercial. That thing looked enormous. It was big and it came with a vehicle. Came did you have car. that? I did not have that. Oh. Um, I also didn't have the Defiant, which was their space shuttle. Dude, did you have the the it's Pit huge. Mobile headquarters? No, I didn't have that's either. enormous huge too. too. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, GI Joe, they cared about their their playsets. They they weren't playing. <laughs> they weren't playing with their yeah, playsets. That's man. true. They, they were very serious about playsets. it. Yeah. Um, but I loved this headquarters. I played with this headquarters so much. There were so many. You know, I, I what I did with my Star Wars action figures was they were always they were they were the nameless, faceless Joes that were in the cartoon, but they would be captured every time Cobra would assault <laughs> they'd be captured every time Cobra would assault the headquarters and because they wouldn't give away any secrets, they were always burned at the stake. And you burned them. I burned them. <laughs> took took a took a can of Aquanet and a lighter and went to work on them. Stop it. I did. But you probably burn like like the like the nobody oh, Star Wars figures. Nope. What? They all went up. Oh yeah. You're kidding. Dude, What's I up with that? Picture. I can show you a picture of my Death Star gunner, and he's got melted hands and feet. I need to see this. I'll send you a picture. I gotta find him. He's somewhere. What's wrong with you? Well, this is, dude, I was like 13 years old. I get it, but it's just Star Wars. They had information figures. that Cobra needed. <laughs> They will Instead comply. Of vilifying me. How about we celebrate them for never giving away any information? You know what? You're absolutely right. They kept Which, their mouth since they were shut. captured at the headquarters, I don't know what information they were looking for because <laughs> they knew where the headquarters was. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is cool. Yeah, go. I love the headquarters. I love the headquarters. I love that I had a jail. Although the headquarters had these little. Like on the pieces on the walls and stuff that were removable, they had these little—I don't even know what they're called. 
like L-shaped things that locked them in, and they, they would always break. Oh, really? It's a killer me. I loved the helipad. <laughs> loved it all. Wow. Dude, the person had They were molded into the plastic, but there were two beds with pillows on in the Awesome. That's that? detail. Exactly. Radar yeah. dishes. You know, I don't see this one at Comic Cons. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, at Toy Cons. I don't see this one at all. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's rare. Probably inbox would cost you a ridiculous amount of money. I, I've seen the aircraft carrier. I remember the first time I saw that, I was just like, oh my God, that thing is enormous. But yeah, I don't think I've seen this one. Probably because people don't want to give it up. Yeah, I, I look. Mine, mine's in all sorts of bad condition, but I'm not looking to sell it or give it away. Yeah, if I clean up, me. Hey, if you found one mint in box for five hundred, would you do it? For five hundred? Yep. I might. <laughs> I'm just saying, my Funkos have been selling very well recently. <laughs> Liquidate. Uh, well, mint in box, huh? Mint in box. That'd be yep. crazy. There's no way I'd be able to get it for five hundred. Mint in box. If there was a Wella Solstice three hundred, that's I, I, it's I wouldn't hesitate. Boom, let's do this. Nope. Yeah, and I've already, already, already spent not five hundred, but I spent a decent amount of money on some graded comic books recently. Mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty about it all. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> mint in box, huh? Yeah, you know it's a shame that they don't do. Like I'm thinking today, I, like if you walk in the toy aisles, I don't think they really do like play sets like place that's like like we had um know? i do walk in the toy house and they don't do places like we had yeah, yeah. i don't know what the big well I, I, that's not fair because you know like i think teenage ninja turtles was huge power Rangers was huge i never really looked at them so i don't know if they had play sets oh i think turtles did i remember turtles had a play set i remember ghostbusters had a play set but you know i guess not every line i you know maybe lego Meg lego would probably like the biggest thing to play sets nowadays i guess Right. Because it comes close to the movies or whatever. But this stuff is lots of fun. They go. Dude, the pit mobile is huge. Yeah, it is ginormous. Yeah. But that came out much later, right? Yeah, probably so. Yeah. But it, yeah, but it looks like a normal, I mean, not normal, but it's not like orange and green. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, like how they ruined G.I. Joe later on. Oh, it's not? No, no. It looks, it's military, you know, army green and, you know. I'm on Yo Joe and I can't find the, like the Terradrome or the Defiant looks huge too. On a mobile command center. Yeah, they released the Defiant and the mobile command center in the same year. Wow. That guy, that kind of money. <laughs> Somebody, I guess. Yeah, hey, why can't I find the headquarters? When they re-released uh, the, the G.I. Joe movie, you know, the live action one and stuff, did they do like play sets for that I know they did action uh, figures they were, well yeah they really you know, like movie action figures I don't think they did play sets hmm. um I th- I think in their 25th anniversary they might have released oh, vehicles wow. I don't think they did play sets so yeah I don't know uh, and they released in yeah in like 2001 or something they released another headquarters which had like a tower in the middle of it it doesn't look as cool I don't like it he looking at it, <laughs> like angry looking at it. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, it's good stuff. Really How good stuff. Dare. All right, Alan, got an honorable mention that we're going to talk about it for a long time. But anything you want to mention? No, 
Oh, all right. Well, there was a USS Fly. There's Castle Grayskull. It was an awesome place that I had um, way back. Maybe one of my first place sets was the Play School Family Action Garage. Play Family. Maybe it wasn't Play School. Fisher Price. Fisher Price uh, Action Garage. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yeah, had, wasn't there like a, a Fisher? Maybe it's not Fisher Price. It was like a, an airport. Yeah, I had an airport, but I didn't have that. Yeah, I had that one. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Castle Grayskull, I liked. I just didn't, you know, and, and if anything rivaled G.I. Joe, it might have been He-Man with their playsets. They had Snake Mountain. And they had Eternia, which was built to, to kind of, Eternia was huge, and it was built to have, like, Grayskull on one side. Hold and up, Mountain, hold up. There was an Eternia playset, like Eternia, like the world Eternia? Yeah, Google it. I am. <laughs> but it was, it I was had made. no idea. Oh my god, like this thing's monorail. enormous. There was like a monorail that connected Grayskull to the Snake Mountain or something like that. Holy crap, this thing's huge. I mean, especially like knowing how big Castle Grayskull is, this thing yeah. dwarfs it. Oh yeah. Oh dude, I had no idea they made this thing. Yeah, it's like some main... Like, it was so special three towers. about it. It's, it's just got the monorail. Is that what it is? No, no, it's got that middle tower and the two smaller towers. Towers, huh? Yeah, you because know, that one tower with the saucer standing on it was supposed to be Castle Grayskull. I guess you could put the actual Castle Grayskull over there, and then the other side you could probably put the real the other Snake Mountain over there. Holy crap! This thing's huge. Yeah, it's pretty pretty. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the place that with the figures next to it, and the figures look like they're three and three quarter inches big, <laughs> and they weren't. They were bigger than that. Right. The He-Man figures were a good size. They must have been a solid five inches with their he- yeah, with their e- knees bent. That Eternia must be a... Uh, Gravity is very huge. heavy. <laughs> yeah, it must be huge. Yeah. Um, the dwarfs Castle Grayskull. Wow, dude. That's humongous. Oh, my God. There's a we, picture of the back of the Eternia playset. It's one tooth. It's four floors high. For for human action figures, that's enormous. Mm-hmm. And in researching this episode, um, I came across the uh, Turtles one, which was the sewer, which was supposed to be a really good playset. Um, and then obviously we brought up the GI Joe Terradrome, uh, the Defiant Space Shuttle, um, and Kenner Ewok Village is on here, but don't bring that Ewok nonsense to me. I want to hear it. You know, I got to say, I, the, the latest place that I actually ever purchased, I wrote down my notes here, was the, the Crystal Skull Escape from Akator, that thing, which I got off of... Uh, oh, okay. I met someone off of... Uh, I guess it was Craigslist, I don't know, where I, I was like, hey, she was like... I think I told you the story. Her son went away to school, and she's cleaning his room, and she's like selling these action figures in like places. She had no idea what she had, dude. I think I got the playset for for twenty bucks, you know, and wow. like a lot of figures. Like it was like a whole box of figures, and I got were dirt cheap. And so that's how I build my Indiana Jones like world and everything. But then, like I didn't realize, like later on after I got it, it was actually like a, a remake of Darth Vader's the Mustafar Final Duel playset, which is like Volcano. I'm like, oh my god, this makes a lot of sense now because uh, my indie thing has like these vines on it, but they look weird, you know, like like. It just looked weird, but now when I think it's supposed to be lava, like, oh, this makes a lot of sense now, <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, so anyway, that's the last place that I got it, and it's, that thing's big. I have to bring, I have to take down that thing, just put it back in the box. It just takes away too much space. 
I bought I bought vehicles, but I don't think I bought playsets recently. Oh, but I had to get it due for twenty bucks. It was like I just I gotta get it to even co- even though I'm not gonna really use it. But I actually did use it for the movie that I made. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it worked. It worked. I felt bad. Like you said, it's <laughs> anyway. I think Dagobah Dagobah I... place it was cool. Because you, you can mimic like Luke floating and like objects floating. That was a pretty cool device. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. Yeah, absolutely. Going back in, we went back in time. Well, it's yeah. what we usually do. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And the Ghostbusters Firehouse apparently was a good place. At. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. into that, but it looked cool. Yeah, me neither. All cool. right. Alan, what you got going on in your Instagram, Dr. Indiana Jones? Dr. Oh, man. I think this is it. I think, I think we are starting this Friday. First episode is going to drop. I don't know if I told you the story. The person that elected to do the opening scene, which is a big scene, you know, you're talking from like the entrance of Indiana Jones, <coughs> excuse me, all the way up until he enters the, the temple. And that's a big scene. And it kept getting pushed off because he lives in an area where, where we're getting a lot of snow. And, and as, as of last week, I said, you know what, dude, it's, it's way too many delays. We got to move on. So I reached out to the Indiana Jones community and boom, within a day, people all over and literally all over the world says, I gotcha. So from New Zealand to Spain to actually I don't know where this other guy, third guy's from. They all came together and they helped me hand out the entry, the, the the beginning of the scene, which was holding us back. So as of right now, I think I want to say maybe ninety percent of Act One is is completely done or close to. And if I do like a scene a week, uh, by the time we hit Act Two, where our buddy Jay's coming in. I'm guessing that's like maybe three months from now, but it's it's coming along nicely. I'm nervously excited, nervously excited, because of that guy backing out. It really scared me. Like, oh man, you know, it's not easy to for someone to say I'm going to do something and then they back out. And you're like, oh no, what do I do? You know, it's not the end of the world though. I can easily do it myself, but that's not the that's not the idea. No. I get it. Yeah. Well, that's good. So look for that on Dr. Indiana Jones, Dr. Jones. Instagram. Uh, my Instagram, Mom's Facebook Collectibles. I think I'm doing Batgirl Week this week. I don't know. For some reason, my DC covers don't do as well as the other stuff. That's the Marvel covers, but I've been doing. I think I might do the different, a uh, different cover of uh, each woman that has been Batgirl so far. It's been a few Batgirls. That yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well. Learn. I'm, I'm, uh, you learn stuff when, on my IG, such as pretty <laughs> pictures. Yeah. All right, Alan. Where can everybody? Oh wait, hold on. Dude, can you, if you can please find, and no pressure, of course, some of the, the playsets that you just mentioned, and, and put that on your IG, dude. That's gonna be awesome. Just my opinion. Oh, now you cause me anxiety because my IG is really about. Oh, you mean the actual toys? Yeah, the toys. Yeah, the toys. Oh well, that's not yeah. going to happen this week. I I don't have time to go through. All right, this but week. you know, maybe eventually though. I mean, it's maybe in the future. In the future, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If I find stuff and clean stuff up, I'll definitely take pictures of it. Yeah, you know, I think they they even make like a like a cleaner for toys that you just kind of spray it on. It just kind of like shines things up and stuff. Look, you should look into that. Sure. <laughs> Facebook Nerdy Me Podcast, Instagram Nerdy Me, Twitter Nerdy Me Podcast, YouTube Nerdy Me Podcast. If you got iTunes, please rate and review if you can. It really helps us out. Uh, anything else? 
That's all I got. Till next time. The GI Joe headquarters is under attack. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Actually, it goes, it's under attack. It's under attack. The GI Joe headquarters is under attack. It's a commercial. <clears throat> <laughs> all right, that was good. <laughs>